my favorite things that we do here at Chapel Russell is bring your own talent. I absolutely love bring your own talent Sundays. And so thank you guys so much. And I know there is so much more talent. So if you are interested in playing an instrument uh, with bring your own talent, let us know so we can invite you to join us. Another thing that we're going to do is bring your own prayer today as well. And bring your own comfortable pair of shoes, I hope, because today is our prayer walk. We do our prayer walk about once a year, always in the summer, so that you can be good and hot. (laughs) And so why not do it today? Um, And it's also important for us to spend time in prayer because we know that one of the surrounding counties begins school tomorrow. And so anytime we're about to start school, um, students need a lot of prayer, faculty need a lot of prayer, our teachers need a lot of prayer. So um, it's a good day just to think through our community and ways that we can be a community of faith with them. So at this time, I'm going to invite all of our group leaders to come forward. It's going to be okay. Come and stand. You can kind of stand with me. I'm going to divide you into groups, and it's based on your section. So um, if you have a particular person that you just have to go with, you're more than welcome to. Otherwise, I'm just going to divide you by sections. And you can go with that section. I'm going to ask that we all come back here at 11.55-ish, just so that we can have a time of closing announcements and a benediction. And because it's throwback summer at Chapel Roswell, we throw it back to all kinds of things. Uh, We're going to throw it back to 90s candy. And so if you go on the prayer walk and you come back on time, you get 90s candy. I've already tried it. It's very good. Um, Okay, so Trip, you're going to take section one. So if you're in this section right here, you get to go with Trip. Yay! Section two, Huddos, here you go. Here are your group leaders. And we're going to do section two. It's about right here. So you ladies can go the same group, stay put, up to you guys or divide. And then... um, Three, the Warrens, here are your group leaders, and so we're going to cut this off about this section to about right here. All of you are three. You are group four. Four is with Charlotte, so this is your group leader right here. You're four. And we are going to put a big group five, so you are all going to be in group five. Brian... There you are. He will be your group leader. If you guys want to split, you're welcome to do that. You can go either way, four or five. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to have five groups, and you each are going to start a different section. Your leader knows where you're going to start. And so I'm going to ask the leaders just to go over to your areas so that you can direct traffic. If you don't want to walk, but you are interested in having the prayer time, you can stay right here. And we will go through those stations together, and I will lead us through that. So it's completely up to you what you'd like to do. If you are watching online, we are grateful that you are with us at Chapel Roswell, and we are grateful for your patience and our spirit of creativity. Uh, We're going to have our prayers, so we invite you to join us in any way you feel comfortable. Okay, on the count of three, you can run. I'll just say go, okay? I'll run it. You've got your people. Everybody start to stand. It's going to be fun. One, 
two, three, go. We're gonna. Everybody situated, and we'll start our prayers, and we'll be live with you all as well. different stations that people are going to be going to and station number one is right here at the chapel so if you see the they look like little bird houses and they're all around campus um, the path of chapel roswell there are seven so the first station is right here outside of the chapel and so we pray this time for church in each section there's a little summary there's a question a commitment, a scripture, and a prayer. And so feel free to shout out your answers for the question. They're meant to be fun. Okay. Each denomination has different interpretations of scripture, theology, and a polity. From the Orthodox Church to home meetings, together we are the universal church. And so today, let us honor the differences keeping in mind the leaders and the members that are learning to be church in new ways. So the question is, do you know all of the words to your favorite church song and who wrote it? What's your favorite church hymn? Oh, that's a good one. Do you want to sing it for us? Okay. <laughs> well, 
I love blessed assurance. That's a good one. What else? Amazing grace. To throw it back to my childhood, my very favorite hymn is There's a Church in the Valley in the Wildwood. That is a great throwback Cokesbury hymn. Are ye able, said the master. Yes, that's a good one. Near the cross. That's beautiful. (laughs) We chose wisely to stay with Amber. (laughs) Here's the commitment. Every time you pass a church, whether it's your denomination or not, say the prayer, thank you, Lord, for this community of faith. The scripture reading comes from Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Pray with me. Gracious and holy Lord, we are thankful for our community of faith. Show us ways to change that which needs to be changed while honoring traditions that are important and reaching out in ways of no harm. Be with the United Methodist. Be with the bishops and the pastors, the staff, the congregations, especially during this time of questions and division. And be with this church and all the people it represents. By the power of your spirit, make us to serve you. Amen. Number two, if we were walking, would be down this path all the way to almost the giving garden. So you kind of walk in the parking lot, and then there's this little kind of divot area onto your left. And it's a beautiful place to have a prayer. There are crosses there and a little birdhouse box again. And in it, you would find um, this prayer card. And that is called, station two is called Plant. In 2019, led by the vision of a Chapel Roswell member, her name was Lauren, the giving garden was planted with just a few rows of greens and things. In a matter of months, the garden grew in size, in variety, and in mission. 
on the exact same spot where today we pick cucamelons, lettuce, peppers, and produce, a hundred years ago, another family picked apples. That's right. In the very same plot of dirt, the Roswell founder family, known as the King family, had huge apple trees. So in the same dirt, the oil, the soil, the history, and the tradition of RUMC is to produce fruit. So the question is, what was your first church home and where was it located? Anybody? Where was your first church home? West End in in Birmingham. Anybody else? Where was your first church home, Arturo? First United Mexico. First United Mexico. Dawson Methodist before the in Georgia for the merger. Any a Baptist church in Oklahoma City. What was it in Alabama? A Presbyterian church. Oh. We have a lot of United Methodists in the room. How about you guys? You're sitting in it right here. I love it. Yeah. Um, And to let you know, the Giving Garden is still producing. You should go over there. It has definitely grown (laughs) and has expanded and become the home of projects and this huge, beautiful sign now and an announcement board. It is incredibly beautiful. And if you've eaten any of the salads that our hospitality department make. You have had lettuce from our giving garden. Um, So we share the food from our giving garden, not only during the pandemic with our hospitality crew for fresh produce, but also throughout the community. About 700 people a week have been able to benefit from our garden. And here's the commitment. To learn more about the history of where we worship by visiting the three historic Roswell homes, Bullock Hall, Barrington Hall, and Smith Plantation. If you haven't been to those three, they're great history, um, and our church is a part of that. And the scripture is, For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with flowing streams, with springs and underground waters welling up in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees. And pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey. It's from Deuteronomy. And I would add cucamelons. If you haven't had a cucamelon, go down there and have one. Pray with me. Lord, you are the master gardener. So plant in us the spark to change and grow toward your light. Show us ways that we can reach beyond what we think past our own limitations so that we may reach out in more love to more people and remind us the ways that our history can shape us but not hold us back. May we too be people 
who bear fruit. Amen. particular station, we would be moving from our prayer garden area over to the corner of the commons area, right across from our sanctuary. So it's in that place where you are going into worship, but yet you are in the common space too. So it's right kind of in the middle. With all the newfound freedom to travel, people are moving at a faster pace. We are rapidly changing from a traditional workplace to a remote workplace to a hybrid workplace. And instead of staying home, we are fitting it all back in within about six weeks. Rather than waiting to see, we are deciding the who, the what, the when, and the how for every single minute. And along the way, we must not forget to carve out time for simply enjoyment of friends and of family. So the question is, what was your very favorite place you traveled in the last two months? That's a good one. Washington, D.C. Lake. Lake Junaluska, that's a good United Methodist area, too. Oh, Charleston. Did you take some good tours? Good. Okay. Cruise the five Great Lakes. That is a nice thing on the water during the summer. The commitment is to find a day to schedule nothing at all and to say yes to whatever happens to come up along the way. Would it be hard to have a yes day? You have lots of yes days. <laughs> find a day to do nothing and just say yes to everything. Our scripture is, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to keep silent and a time to speak. What gain have the workers from their toil? I have, been, I have seen the business that God has given to everyone to be busy with. And God has made everything suitable for its time better for them than to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as they live. Moreover, it is God's gift that we should all eat and drink and take pleasure in all of our toil. That, of course, comes from Ecclesiastes 3, selected verses. And so we offer this prayer of rest. Lord, help us to discern when we are to work and when we are to rest place before us opportunities that surprise us 
and that renew us and that fulfill us and give us new ways to work so that we are free from restraint and hardship but keep us safe in our travels and show us the gift of home and the people within it and remind us to center ourselves through a time of worship so you may be our director for our timing and our place amen government and if we were walking we would move from our sanctuary corner and the commons corner over a little bit we would just follow that back line of the commons with a sanctuary on our left Um, and we would take a right on Pratt Street and it's this particular station is over right behind the Boy Scout hut so your back would be at our youth Dodd building and you'd be staring at the Scout hut if you want to know where this section or this um, station is. But again, it's government. From presidential elections to sheriff changes, the role of government impacts us all. So whether you are a Republican or Democrat, a libertarian or unaffiliated, we stand united, grateful for those who are in public service. And these days, people are more and more separated over issues of politics in neighborhoods, in towns, and yes, even in churches. And so the question is, do you have someone in your family that is actively serving in the military? Anybody? I'm seeing people are going over here. Are y'all, anyone? Oh, you do. Who is serving in the military? Nice. A Navy man. It's very close to home then for you. My cousin... You know, I will say, I have a really big Southern family, so it's like my cousin's, my cousin's child's husband, so it's like my second cousin, right, or something. My second cousin's husband, I know it doesn't sound far, it sounds distant, but it doesn't feel distant because we're all very, very close-knit. He is um, an Apache helicopter. He's in an Apache helicopter right now, actually, but he's a pilot, and um, he, we don't know where he is. <laughs> He's been deployed for about nine months, and we cannot know where he is. So um, I always think about military families. Anybody else? A commitment is select one friend who disagrees with you politically and take that friend to coffee, and you pay for it. That should be fun. That's a good commitment. 
And the scripture is, do not fear, I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. And that's from Isaiah 41. So let's pray together. Holy and gracious Lord, you are the head ruler. And so we commit to you our loyalty. So keep your direction in front of us so that you may be our guiding priority. And be with all of the leaders on all the levels as discussions are had and decisions are made. And for all of our military personnel and their families. Wrap your arms around them during this time of deployment and service. And Lord, we do indeed thank you for our government. Because without it, we wouldn't have a chance to be people united. And Lord, your government does give us rules and it gives us laws. But ultimately, we know that we are all grounded in scripture. And so we thank you for that law, and we thank you for those rules. And may you keep that in our minds. And we thank you, too, for trips to D.C. That, so that we can see archives and that we can be a part of our history and our tradition. So may we have a newfound respect and freedom in it. Amen. station number five, you would walk across Pratt Street to the back of the parking lot of the Dodson Youth Building. And because that we're in the Dodds parking lot, that station happens to be students. School is school. And it takes a village to educate, to feed, to transport, and to administer. From daycares and preschools to colleges and universities. There is a shortage of workers and an increase in students. It's that time of year when people are turning back toward daily routines and school supplies. So whether people homeschool, enroll online, or go back in person, education orders the lives around us. And so the question is, if you could go back to school and study anything, what would it be? Business agreed. Yeah. Anything else? Is anyone studying anything or about to graduate from anything? No. Okay. Anybody? No one wants to go back and study anything different? Math. Textile design, that's right. Thank you, Amber makes amazing clothes. 
I have two commitments on this um, card. The first commitment is to deliver apples to your school of choice as a good luck for the next school year. And then commitment number two, um, every time you pass a school building, say, Lord, be with every middle schooler. (laughs) I used to be a middle schooler. Maybe y'all are middle schoolers. They seem to always need prayer. So we pray for our middle schoolers in this commitment. In the middle school teachers. Yes, that's right. The scripture comes from Proverbs 18. An intelligent mind acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Let's pray together. Lord of all, we thank you for those that continue to inspire and to teach. Give all students and teachers and faculty a newfound love of learning. For all those in the tech departments, thank you for their knowledge. And for those giving time in cafeterias and buses, thank you for their dedication. And already be planting seeds of change and support. And make the church be a place of more learning in scripture so that we may be challenged to learn more of you. Amen. Our sixth station actually would be, you may or may not have been in this parking lot. If you leave the Dodd parking lot and you go to the corner, we call it the M&M corner, the corner of Magnolia and Mimosa, there's a beautiful, huge parking lot, and there's actually a prayer station on the side if you've never seen it. So as you're leaving to go out to Mimosa, look on your right, and you will see this little birdhouse station. And that is why we called it community. So station six is community. Canton Street is right there. A lot of people use our parking lot to head over there. And so Canton Street is full of restaurants and shops and stores. This parking lot is home to people for worship, for work, for business, and for play. RUMC sits on the corner of a very busy intersection between the church and the world. And we have a chance to be a visible representation of the wraparound love of God. So the question is, what is your favorite place to visit on Canton Street? If you have a dog, there's a great little place to give you dog ice cream. Dogs, that's their favorite place. Favorite place on Canton Street. Table in Maine. It's a good one. Gracious Plenty is delicious. Yes. And the commitment is to wear your Chapel Roswell sunglasses, take your own glass, or wear your Chapel Roswell t-shirt next time you have dinner or shop or visit on Canton Street. And the scripture is, and God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that by always having enough of everything, you may share abundantly in your good work. And that's 2 Corinthians 9. And as one of our prayer groups comes in, we'll have our prayer together. Holy Lord of all, thank you for the inventiveness and creativeness of all people. Be with the many who will stop here. And so for the many who are construction workers, for new buildings, keep them safe. 
put in our paths ways that Chapel Roswell can be a part of the community to help people grow in their faith. And may we be the bridge that brings people to church. And so let our joy of you be reflected in our worship, in our work, in our business, and our play. Amen. And our last station is station number seven. So you would move from that corner, that busy Magnolia and Mimosa corner, and you would come over here to this building. The building has gone by several names. Um, Right now, it is a home to a ministry that we have called My Neighbor's Pantry. And beginning in August, um, it will take on another name. So here is a station the last station, number seven, entitled Food. Whether we agree with each other or not, we are in need of helping each other. And so as people of faith, we put food around tables to bring dignity and nourishment to all. According to the FDA, Americans waste between 30 to 40% of the food supply. That's a lot of food to waste. And there are people in this community that experience food shortage. So there are two questions. Question number one, did you know that in this building, every first Monday of the month, we serve food to over 700 people? And as of August 1, RUMC is the only North Fulton Must Neighbors Pantry. So did you know that? Yeah. Good. Woohoo! Nice. High five. You said you knew. I heard that. It's really a big deal. It started in the pandemic. It has evolved. So it's amazing what we have been able to do with people um, during a time when other nonprofits were not able to function as quickly because of their federal government limitations. Churches did not have those same limitations. And so we had people who showed up to the fellowship hall and just started providing food to people who needed it uh, in May of or March of 2020, and it has turned into this incredible weekly feeding ministry that now has been picked up and partnered with a nonprofit so that we can have food boxes for the next year. And it's because of the commitment of you. So thank you. And question number two Do you ever have a figure it out moment for dinner from only what's in the fridge? And if so, what's your favorite name for that night? And what's your favorite thing to make? Pizza? You can make pizza work. Awesome. Nice. What do you call that night at your house? We call it Fend for Yourself. Fend for Yourself. Smorgasbord. Lovely word. We call it a dog fight. (laughs) You got to have a dog fight. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, what do you make? What can you make right now using only the scraps in your fridge? An omelet's a good one. Anything with cheese. <laughs> Just eat the cheese. Protein. And here is the commitment. Every time you go to the grocery store, either round up when they ask you to, to give to that wonderful nonprofit, or buy one thing that you can bring to this feeding ministry or one of your favorite ministries. And the scripture is, for I was hungry and you gave me food. 
I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. And that's Matthew 25. And let's have a prayer together. Holy Lord, may we be those sharing the shalom of Jesus, mending relationships, and healing that which is broken through food, water, and shelter. Give us the humility to seek out ways to serve you. So send those who need help right here to this place. And through the guidance of your spirit, the work of our hands, and the commitment of our lives. May no one around us be hungry and may everyone know there's a place for them at our table. Amen. enjoyed your prayer walk. I see everybody's making their way back, so that's very exciting. And I'm going to go ahead and just say, go ahead and have a, have, a, have a stand. Let's go ahead and stand together. Because, you know, y'all haven't been walking around already and standing in the heat. I have just a few announcements for you so that you know what's coming up the rest of August. We only have a few more weeks of our throwback series, so we invite you to come back. Of course, next Sunday is the first Sunday of the month, so we always have communion. So you're invited to come back and join, join us for Holy Communion. We also, the next week, we'll have back to school, back to church. It's a huge Sunday for us here. It's a time for us to reconnect and get back in routines because we all love a good routine. And we'll have lunch together. And then the Saturday before, we invite you to run with Kenya. This is one of our nonprofits, one of the 32 ministry partners we support. Um, it's Divine Providence Training Center in Kenya, and all proceeds will help that seminary. And of course, for our Chapel Roswell people, if uh, we have five, the very first five runners, Chapel Roswell will pay for you to run. And so if you're interested, let me know. And always, we invite you to respond and give with your prayers and your presence, your gifts. And so if you would like to give to Roswell United Methodist through Chapel Roswell, the ways are here on the screen. And because you took the time to pray, don't forget to get your candy on the way out. Get your 90s candy and enjoy. And so now I just invite you to hear these words of a benediction. Walk with certainty and pray with strength and see with kindness. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, go in peace. Amen. Thank you.